Shit, that was a bit loud. The carry on. <laughs> Getting into the drums. It's podcast time. It's it's that uh, that special week for all South Australians. What week is it? It's a fucking showdown week. It's time. Yeah. The Port Boys have been sucking and bitching and moaning for a fortnight about their their bloody uh, prison bar jumper. Tell you what. That's, I don't, I don't like that. Media. I don't like that debate. Why? Because it puts me in a position where I end up fucking defending them. Well, we did have a bit of a bit of a discussion about it the other week. I was of the, the theory of fucking get over it. How long have you been in the league now? No uh, heritage round. Just fucking move on. You are poor power. The Port Adelaide Football Club. Don't put me in this position where I have to defend them and argue on their behalf. Well, why do you have to defend them when? Because when you say you're Port Power, they're the Port Adelaide Footy Club. The Port Adelaide Footy Club. Yes. Yep. That's their name. Port Adelaide Football Club. But they're also Port Power, are they not? They're, they're not the Magpies. The well, they are the Magpies because they're one club and. Their reserve sides the Magpies. Well, that's great. Their reserve sides the Magpies. Um, what about when Sandringham is St Kilda's little VFL side? Are they going to? Are they going to want to be the where the Sandringham Guernsey to show their heritage? Um, they're not the Sandringham Footy Club. They're they're their VFL affiliate. Ah, it's not not one mob. Is that not what the Port Adelaide Magpies is in the Sandful? No, because it's the Port Adelaide Football Club. I love it how you're defending them, and I can see the look. You're a fuckhead. I can see the look in your eyes of really swallowing a bit of pride. Um, but quite frankly, the, the amount of airtime that got every fucking year, it's the same story. Either either go to court, like Koshy said, and really fight it, and fucking. Get what you want or try and get what you want for the just one wear every it. year. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Just wear it. I wouldn't. If they were, if they ran out there with the Port Adelaide Magpies Guernsey on, I would sit back and go, <laughs> this is going to be entertaining. But, but just call, call Gill's bluff. They can't dock points. Not, not for wearing a jumper. They can't. They wouldn't dare. I reckon wear it. And if I hear one more crow's enough game, oh, I want them to wear it and we'll just get the points. No. No, because if they win the game and get docked points, we don't get awarded the points, you fucking idiot. Two greatest words in the English dictionary. Default, default, default. (laughs) I thought you were going to say fucking idiot. Sorry, cunts, doesn't work like that. (laughs) No one gets the points. It's a waste of a Saturday night then. Do you reckon they will? Do you it reckon, did, do you it did make me laugh when Koshy was talking about it and he was going, no, they'd dock us the points. I'm like, oh, so you just assume that you're going to win. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, you'll be docked four points. It's not necessarily those four. I did have a laugh when Eddie brought up my my point I made to you last week. I said, oh, having the, times t- having the tables turned when... Adelaide wanted to wear a certain Guernsey to represent some heritage in a showdown. 
And the Port Nuffs almost fucking rioted and ripped down Adelaide Oval because uh, Nigel Smart got him to wear the, the state guernsey. I don't know. A, a particular former Crows captain was the most vocal about that. Hey, Rowie. No. Uh, no, because he never <laughs> fucking captained the Crows. Sorry for insulting every captain that's ever captained the team. Oh, McDermott. Old pasty face bone. <laughs> He's a big listener, man. You just... Sorry, Bone. Just joking. The prick probably doesn't know how to operate a phone, let alone listen to uh, to us dribble shit. He runs a charity. He's not to use a phone. Did? They still do it? I think, I think so. Is it just McDermott? Oh, no, McGuinness didn't. That's right. He, he sacked McGuinness. Yeah. Escaped to Bali for, his, for a lifetime. Don't know what he did. It's bad. Yeah, he lasted. I don't know. Lasted five minutes coaching um, Morphy Parks. He's not there anymore. I think Corey Gregson's playing for them. Geelong, That's Glenelg, Morphy Parks within like three years. Yeah, it's not great, is it? Well, it's good for Morphy Park. Wouldn't say. What, what div are they in? Four. He's playing div four in Adelaide. Have you been to their oval? Not knocking them, but it's a it's a kind of an oval. They call it like, it's like a kidney bean, and it would be a good a good quarterback could throw from one goal to the other. <laughs> it's that small. <laughs> it's, it's tiny. Both goal squares on the same wing or something. Yeah, they they, they don't. Uh, yeah, the kidney bean. It's like a jelly bean. But no, they're doing all right oh. this year. But let, let's get back to the real footy. The Affle. The uh, the showdown this week. Um, just some of the memories of showdowns I've had. Absolute rippers. They replayed it the other day on Fox Sports, the, the Walsh one, just after Walshy died and clubs came together. That score was like 117 to 114, like just an absolute shootout. Probably one of the, if not the best showdown. You've got uh, Monfrey's imitation of fucking Warney with, uh, oh no, it was more Muley Doon. Where it just <laughs> physically is not possible to get a footy to do what he did, and that went through. But there's been other ones that the Crows were down by. I think it was in 2000. Thanks to Lewis Johnston, that one. Oh yeah, the 03 one. Where Adelaide came back from about six goals down, three quarter time. We won by a goal. Rude just Rude just said, "Get on my back, boys." In the wet? No, dry, lovely, sunny Sunday Arbo down at Footy Park. And then how can we forget the Ramsgate? Simon's 100th. Mm. Mm. Through the first one. Simon? Yep. I oh, fucking couldn't knock the froth off the cappuccino. Yeah. Oh. You've heard. That's what I've heard. I'd like to... I'd love to get like all of them around the table <laughs> to go through it. Like the, the seven or eight of them and just go play by play. Rue today said he had his interview with uh, Mark Robinson and he goes, yeah. what do you get asked about more, uh, Ramsgate or the camp? He said, well, I got asked about the Ramsgate yesterday, so which I declined to comment on. He'd <laughs> be fucking sick of it, wouldn't he? But that was what that was so good the next day when John Reid's got on Channel 10 News. He said, this is an absolute beat up. Beat up. <laughs> it's a beat up. It's a, a storm in a teacup. Uh, no one will be even talking about it in a couple of days. 
Next minute. <laughs> uh, but, everyone, it went say, on for years. Yeah, but you say that. No club sanction. Mm. No league... Neither neither club sanctioned their players. The league didn't sanction the players. It's, it's, it was almost like an urban legend. Like, did it really happen? Oh, yeah, it happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, it happened. Oh, shit. <laughs> almost knocked over your peppermint tea, you poof. Huh. Says the bloke sipping it. But uh, the debate all week has been taken away from the actual showdown itself. It's been about... Prison bars, cane corns, Eddie. I think Adelaide, uh, Adelaide would be loving the low-key build-up for this. Yep. Everyone's talking about Port and Adelaide's gone and done us punters a favour and lost the last couple of weeks. Put the odds right right back up for a... Skipper hopefully back in? No, in. Apparently, uh, he was saying last night at Bingo at the Alma, I'm playing. Right. So he's in. If, if Thursday night teams were back, we could fucking know, but... Uh, Come on, Gil. Get the Thursday night teams back and we can get him on. But yeah, uh, I can't remember whether I said it on our last recording or last Friday night when we were having a couple of jars. A couple. I heard Gil McLaughlin interviewed on something and he's like, oh, I really miss the Thursday night team announcements. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You're the one fucking bloke in the world that can do something about it. So how about... You just go, uh, guess what, teams? Uh, you can announce your teams on Thursday fucking night. <laughs> you teams that are playing Sunday, you can do it Friday. As it was. There was nothing wrong with it. How what can the CEO of the league come out in an interview and go, oh, you know, I really miss the Thursday night team announcements. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You can change it again. Just, oh. I had, a, I had lunch with Dad today and <laughs> Dad said... They're bringing the Thursday night uh, teams back. I said, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, I think everyone wants it back so they know who's playing. He's like, it's been a nightmare for my tips. I said, yeah, and probably everyone's dream teams, but I wouldn't think that's the reason. He goes, no, nah, I reckon it's the footy tips. I reckon it's because of the footy tips. I'm sitting there thinking, don't think so, Dad. But then I thought, maybe it is. Maybe it is the footy tips and the dream team and the public pressure and it's coming back because of that. <laughs> I uh, think you said to me earlier that I'm better than that. Oh, I'll, I'll concede the public pressure, that they're bowing to the public pressure, but they are... They also might be bowing to the pressure from maybe... Opposition clubs? No. no Media? Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe the mob that announces the teams every week uh, on their network. Yeah, like, I mean, the footy show would be devastated that they're not announcing... Th- oh, that's right, they got rid of the greatest show in history. Anyway, um, it's been it's been a bit... <laughs> You're a disgrace. Do you, I miss the footy show. E- even that shit... It was footy, still better than nothing. The footy show was a television program that no one ever watched or no one admitted to watching, but on Friday, everyone could tell you what happened on it. I reckon that was in its, in its latter stages, but back when it was... When you had... The best time was at it, Gary. Oh, when it was the yeah. genuine 
Gary, Team James, um, Sam, and Billy. Those four together were fucking imagine, brilliant. Imagine going home after prelim final week. You trained, trained all week. You're playing in the granny. You get told by the coach, "Look, we haven't decided." And then you get home and you watch the footy show, and you're listed as an omission. <laughs> Who'd that happen to? Troy Bond. <laughs> it didn't. It did. He found out he wasn't playing on the footy show. Had got told at training that day that we haven't finalised teams yet and then watched the footy show that night and he was out. Actually, we, we finalised it after training but before the footy show and we we couldn't and get... We the gave you the clip. Back then you had the telecom phones, the... the, do- <laughs> the what is it? You do it with the circle, what's it called? Come on, you're you're an encyclopedia for this bullshit. Well, you, you do... Oh, fucking hell. Like a dial phone? Yeah, the old ring. Oh, fucking, I don't know. Some old cunt would know what I'm talking about. But in this day and age, when we have our mobile phones, we get all that information straight away. But uh, the information that was leaked before it was announced would have to probably annoy a certain football club. And that was the big announcement that they were going to drop on uh, on th- yesterday was of Petrarca getting oh. the big extension, the big seven-year deal. Um and I thought it was – so it's a seven-year extension. So he goes through to 2029. So they they were going to announce that um, yesterday, but uh, a good friend of ours. So last night when I was um, criticising people talking about the seven-year extension, yep. it is actually a seven-year extension. Yeah, it is a seven-year extension. <laughs> Cause I, I was, Could I just say – Because it's through to 2029. Big deal. Um, fucking unders. Well, apparently, it equals to about a million a year. Oh, that's 300 more than the 700 that was broken last night. Well, no one ever really knows because last night someone was saying a million. What's your view so on that? You got the Cane Corns view? Make it public? Well, are the cricketers, are the cricketers' salaries fully public or we once again guesstimate? No, fully public. They're fully public. Yep. What about rugby? Um, Soccer. Oh, and when I say cricketers, I'm just talking about the twenty contracted players, twenty Australian yeah. contracted players. Um, the only thing we you want, the only reason people want to know what people are getting paid, so they can criticise them more, exactly, so they can hold them accountable to it, like uh, like Brad Hill, and I feel sorry for Brad Hill because he. It's not his fault that St Kilda came along and said, we're going to give you 900 grand a year, which is... Would have been mad not to sign it. Once again, allegedly, no one really knows apart from Brad Hill, his manager in the footy club, but um, if it came out that... Well, who else are they paying that sort of money? You have to pay someone that sort of money. Well, no, don't. Well, you do because every team's got the same cap and and you have to spend it. Save it up for a big fish. Which they thought they landed in Brad Crouch, but um, back to Petrarca, they that deal. Um, I cu- you saw a couple of uh, media people. All of a sudden, the moment they saw the size of the deal, once again they want to start picking out the negatives of it. Oh, geez, that's it's a big deal. Yeah, well, he, he's a good player, and you want to keep him for that long period of time. Yeah, he might get injured during that period. That's called fucking life. Right? That's the risk you take. 
And then they tried comparing it to the couple of the latest ones being Grundy, uh, Caniglio, um, Whitfield. But Whitfield has been injured, so you can't really... Yeah, it's a bit of a... The other one that's about to trigger, which is astonishing, is uh, Kelly. Kelly. He's, he's hit the mark to trigger an eight-year, one-million-a-year extension. Like, signed a two-year deal with this built in. That's fucking extraordinary. Obviously, GWS thought that they were going to be a, a dominant force for a while and thought, well, we can keep him for that period. Is there a time clause on that trigger? I've got or has he got you. the whole of the rest of the season to... Well, he uh, yeah, it's until he obviously either selects or says, I'm, I'm not signing it and I'm going to go find another club and I'll go test the waters and I might not want a million dollars a year to play in shithole Western Sydney. I might want to go back to Melbourne and play for 800 grand and go home with my family. But the difference the difference between, this is my view, it, with Petrarca and um, these other two. So you've got Grundy who all year dragged that fucking out into the off-season Um Dragged it out, dragged it out. Is he going? Adelaide's after him. Adelaide's offering this. Every club was offering him this. And then by the time he signed, he had played real good footy. He drained his club out or dragged it out to get the best value. So did Caniglio. He waited almost right until the end of the year to sign on. Whereas Petrarca, we've... Was he already captain? No. No, Phil Davis was. Um, But then you've got... Petrarca in round seven in, so far, his best season coming off an already best season, who's got another year and a half till he even becomes available to any other clubs. They've gone and snapped him and locked him away. That's a guy who's got his mates that have all signed up. So you've got Oliver, Gorn, Viney, Salem, all the corporate. Yeah, and that was already done. Like, yeah. is it, it's not as if... He hasn't signed up because they signed up. They were probably all being done at the same time. But he's gone, not only is the club committed to him, he's gone, no, I want to be at this club for this period of time and I'm going to forsake maybe getting do you reckon the they're highest pay player in history. Do you reckon they're announced when they're done or, or oh, Petrarca might have done Petrarca. his five weeks ago? Yeah, Petrarca could have been done a few weeks ago. I reckon they all could have been done a few weeks ago and they slowly drip feed him out. Yep. But this is what I was saying, Tom Morris... Deliberately ran with that the night before, and he even wrote in his article, "The Melbourne Football Club were planning on a really big announcement tomorrow." Thanks, Tom, you piece of shit. Wonder who fed him that info. What the ex-president? Well, the ex-president love that. It's got a good ring to it, doesn't it? That's, that's what he is. Isn't <laughs> <he>? <laughs> it's got a good ring to it. Can you name the new Melbourne president? Can't name the outgoing one. Big raps on her. Big, uh, um, on friend, the new one. Yeah, friendly personality. Really, um, what do you call it? Like a loving, warm, family type person, but an absolute savage businesswoman. This is how savage she is. I can't remember her name, so we'll, we'll look that up later on. Maybe old Jamie. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> Get that done. But, uh, yeah, so Melbourne have stitched up a big big commodity for the next eight or nine years. GWS, you, with GWS, with Kelly, would you be sitting there thinking, mm, don't, I 
know if we want him to take this trigger. Because that's a, that's a big lump of cash to put into one player who's had a lot of time off over the last two years. Yeah, I reckon... Uh, I but then you can obviously build... I'd be happy around. for him to stay, but I reckon you could... The worst thing, he's my favourite out of all of that age group at GWS, so... Kelly? Yeah. Not Tobes? Someone quoted this this giving Petrarca run for money as best player in the league. He re signed this week, mm-hmm. Toby Green. Uh, what they call him, a, a, a giant for life. Yeah. I don't know if that's the best ringtone we need to have to your name. Giant for life. Would you want it? Would you want it? I don't know. They, they obviously believe in the club, but who, who are we to talk about? I've never been to Sydney, uh, Western Sydney. Could be an absolute. Beautiful place to be. Um, yeah, lovely. <laughs> well, their kids are—they—they've got a couple more kids coming through, but their the talent and depth they had had isn't probably as um, prevalent and on paper as it was in previous years. No, no, that's true. Any good young talent they had pulled from other other clubs have taken them, paid for them to come back to their clubs. Giving them big offers, so yeah. now they're really having to rely on these guys to stay and do something. There are there are some good ones coming through though, but not Green's good. Whew. Yeah, no, he looks tough, good below his knees. Um, speaking of young players, um, a lot of talk this week, and Bevo, Bevo almost you could feel that he was going to just flick the table in the air like in the WWE and go at that reporter. And just fucking smash him for what he asked a question about <sighs> Jamar Ugo Hagen. The first question, but the first question at training after training today. Someone, someone okay. dared ask. Oh, who? I'm not sure who it was. Was but they were talking about it on SEN this afternoon. Can you imagine all the reporters before the conference? Like, which one are you, Kobe? <laughs> He's gonna ask. You ask. No, you fucking ask. I, I asked after the game and he almost killed me. You fucking ask. All right, all right, all right. It's on me. I'll when, ask. Like, wouldn't you want him to be shitty that he's not in the team? Yeah, it's good. It's hunger. Like, or is he shitty because he's a, he's, a, he's a fig jam? There's a difference. There's a shitty that, now nah, I'm I'm ready, play me. Or there's a fig, oh, I'm the number one guy. Who knows? But, we, we haven't, we, no one knows that. But generally the number one pick goes to the bottom side. Yeah. They've lost their first game last week. It's they're going okay. It, that's what I'm saying. It makes a mockery of that whole point system. That the best the best player, and some are calling him the best forward in the draft since Buddy Franklin. You you've finished. You've made a semi final, and you get to take him at number one. It doesn't seem right, does it? No, um, but. Back to the actual point of Bevo going berserk. So Bevo's had a spit that someone dare ask, why isn't he playing? Um, and he said he's got to earn it. I thought he actually answered it pretty well, though. Oh, Bevo. Yeah. I, I like a bit of bluntness from... Oh, but he said, um, well, what do you reckon? He's, he was named as an emergency. So, so does that mean he's closer? Well, I watched the game that him and Shaki both played in and... Jamar Ogle Hagen. Um, 
whatchamacallit? I was trying to think of a bit of a gay nickname for him, but no. Um, he was dynamite. Had five goals. His set shots were electric. Um, just played. And there's a reason why people, the media, the fans, are all asking. And Bevo's getting shitty because people are asking. He's the number one player in the draft. He's a player that, like I said, they're saying is the best forward since Franklin. People want to see this kid fucking play. Another team picked him at number one. Yeah. <laughs> and you fucking stole him. And he'd be playing every fucking game. But, um, and, but from what he's dished up so far in the VFL, he looks very much ready to play. Now, you're holding him back for other reasons. Not If it's going on his playing ability and how well he's playing in the VFL... Oh, he has to get off. Yeah. Has to get off Instagram, doesn't yeah. he? Well, I think <laughs> the only reason they played Shaq is because he's the most expensive VFL player in history, and they thought, "Fuck, we've got to get one game out of him." One game out of him, and trying to get some goals, but um, they can't pick him again. He was pretty rubbish on the weekend, wasn't he? This is very. It's hard taking a forward, um, but as high up in the draft, you're either a massive fail or a massive hit. Um, so, remember when McCartan went number one? Oh. All the talk was Petrarca was going to St Kilda. And when that Melbourne really didn't know that who they were going to get, they were like, well, we're going to either get McCartan or we're going to get um, Petrarca. We'll just have to take whatever. And when they read out um, uh, McCartan's name, Melbourne were like, oh, fuck it. Rejoicing. This is what, that's the one we wanted. And have a look at the, the old sliding door moment. Can you imagine um, that he went number one? Different club, everything now. The sliding door moment from the actual teams. St Kilda had Petrarca there. They went for McCartan. And yes, the concussions were what ended up faltering him. But he, was, he wasn't setting the world on fire before then because he was a big, big lumpy forward and take a long time to uh, to get going and uh, now he's probably got a gonna bo- find it hard he's coming in round 11 for oh. his next game and got a booming boxing career ahead because <sighs> that uh, uh, hang on hang on take take that back oh. he's got a booming boxing career ahead of him mm-hmm. yeah a bloke that nearly had to walk away from football because of concussions and you want him to become a boxer? Come on, mate. Well, if he works on the head movement, he might not get hit. I don't know. <laughs> but that generally uh, boxers get hit. That right hooky through. Um, <sighs> it was. It wasn't a. Some people are like, oh, he's trying to hit his arm away. Nah, he aimed. He sh- he fired, and he hit the target. And and it was a ripper. And the bloke took it, stumbled, and, and then took a step and went. Oh, shit, what was that? He, he ate it. He took did, it brilliantly. Did anyone get bike? the number of that bus? Aaron Black. Was it Aaron Black? Used to be for North Melbourne. Yeah. Was he the one that copped it? Yeah. So he didn't play tonight. I was worried that he was going to play tonight in the VFL. I didn't see him out there, did you? No, he's got bloody... He'd be concussed, I'd say. He, he played the rest of the game. Last yeah. week. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think I was aware of that. Well, they were, that's what they were saying. Lloydie was very vocal about it last night, saying if the we tend to punish more on the result of the hit. If he had gone off, or if he'd been knocked out like Gaff and and or uh, five was unders, huh? 
for McCartan to get five. Yeah, he's lucky. Um, but once again, probably because the damage wasn't like what fucking Gaff did to Brayshaw. It wasn't like what Barry Hall did to... Um, Staker. Staker. <laughs> Poor Staker. He still says that people don't remember him for his footy anymore. They remember him for Barry Hall knocking him out, which is... I didn't really know who Aaron Black was until <laughs> until the weekend. So, But um, McCartan... Me, you and me were talking about it on our little poof to walk last night with the dog, but um, the oh, sorry, the rumours. Yeah, <laughs> we go we go on walks and um, we'll be walking along on the beach and we uh, we keep thinking that uh, people think we're an item because just walking together with a dog and we're not. So you want to dispel that or you want to no. <laughs> Anyway, happy to make people believe that I'm getting a bit. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're telling me to shut up. Um, on our walk last night, though, I brought up the the um, little bit of a, I don't know, not a not an excuse or reason or anything like that, but McCartan, when he threw that, um, I think someone came out and said, nice as pie, doesn't really get white line, white line fever, out of character. People love to use that term out of character. But you've got to remember, this is a guy who had that many concussions, had to retire, could not, couldn't sleep, couldn't sit in a, a room with light for about three or four months. So there's obviously so, some sort of brain trauma, that he, well, a major one that he has had. Now, all the things we watched about CTE, everyone that's had multiple concussions, that their personality changes, they get extremely aggressive. They get depression, all that type of stuff. Watching that, does that does that sit back as a physician or someone that's cleared in to play footy go, maybe there's something happening there? That has to be spoken about, thought about. I would have thought, but, but what was what was their defence? What was their defence? Well, I'm not a physician, mate. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, there was a reason there that they spoke his, about his uh, blood sugar. His blood was sugar wasn't right. Well, if oh. blood sugar was right, should he been playing? If it wasn't right, should have you been playing? Like He's lived his whole life and played with his whole life with it. So yeah, well, get it fucking right, mate. He <laughs> was. Remember when he used to run off for St Kilda and he had that um, thing in his arm permanently. And he used to go um, to put his insulin in. So he'd run off the field. Oh, yeah, tapping. Yeah, essentially. Or it was one that had a slow release or did it automatically while he was running or something. It was on his uh, on his arm, like a, a permanent well, thing. Like the pill implant sort of thing. Yeah, so he could so he could do it while he was playing and his, he wouldn't have to go mid-quarter to, to give himself insulin or something because he's that bad a diabetic that he's right. running off the field and doing it. So... Well, well, he got uh, lucky and got unders. Um, another fella got very fucking lucky. Bailey Fritch as well. Shit. I couldn't believe it when I heard Melbourne were fighting it. I'm like... I think they were fighting it mainly because it wasn't going to be a... Um, there was no loading or anything like that, so it's just like almost a free hit. We'll try and get off and shit. It's one of those free hits in the cricket and he's just going... Because I didn't think he'd get off because well, the whole rule of... Um, 
would you say? Uh, like if you hit him in the careless. face with his hand mm. and you go, oh, it's a high fend off hit, furry kick. Ugh. Fair enough. It was a forceful he, forearm he elbow. He fended him off with his elbow like, and flushed him. Yeah. Like, Whether they used the whole Dangerfield reference as to when Dangerfield completely iced... Um, Vlostin in the green final. That, but that was different. Um, there was two guys running full pelt directly at each other. This one was, I'm getting the footy and I'm trying to fend, I'm trying to divert my direction, and he's, he's hit him a ripper. But he got up and he came back on, had another 15 posies after that power. He's going to be a dynamite. That's the one that they took at 15. So... Another South Aussie, but yeah, Fritch very lucky to get off there, mate. What's tickled your fancy this week? Your favourite recruiter packed it in. My favourite recruiter. <laughs> He's Australia's. You you name another um, recruiter that's you know the name of in the league, like a a uh, not a recruiter. What's his name? What was his title? List manager. List manager. Apart from Reedy. But the, the <laughs> you go quickly name a name an AFL list manager. Ned Guy. Everyone knows who Ned Guy is after the absolute debacle of a of a of a trade period this year. Is Dodoro a list manager? Yes. There you go. Oh, good on you. That's be a cockhead. Um, oh. The point I'm saying is. Yes, he was well known, but possibly for the wrong reasons, oh. Luke. So he's, he he packed it in at the end of the year. It's not like today he's retired, resigned. He, he resigned at the end of the year. He said, fuck is. After all the heat I've copped, uh, I've had enough of this shit. You can, you can clean your own bathroom. I'm but, out. And you actually believe he's, he's silked it after the heat that he's copped? Might not have sucked it, but for prob- some for some pretty. But, but probably thought, fuck this. This is <laughs> this is a lot of this is a big mess to fix up. I'm just gonna skedaddle out of here. But wasn't it his mess? Well, yeah, I don't know. There's uh, when he came in. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, after Trollo was recruited. Yes. Yes. He got, he got the job in October 17 and took the job after, like, started after the draft. And then the, the, the whole Beams, bring back Beams momentum, what was it, 18, 19? Uh, his first year back at Collingwood was 19. 19. So he'd been in the job for 12 months then. <sighs> to his defence on that one, Beams had played... Good footy. Some good footy. Like it was... Well, he won the BNF up in Brisbane, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, can you imagine Beams didn't leave Collingwood and he was still in that side? They probably wouldn't have Lockie Neal then, I wouldn't have thought, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, the whole Beams thing is, I think, is a bit of a catalyst behind their their list problem because well, what they've paid I him out... I still can't fathom that he's getting... That look, you've chosen to retire on this massive contract. I'd, I'd like to know the whole reasoning behind if somebody does. So he's retired and gone because of his mental health. Now, 
if you did a knee, are you then entitled to cop a payout for your remaining years on your contract? I don't know. Is it something that's written in their contracts that if you're retired due to injury, you get paid out? Or I, I don't know. I don't get it. I because I reckon he's clogging up a fair bit of that um, cap space at the moment too. And yeah, like the gun, like the list, like the. Um the knives are out for the likes of Grundy's contract. Well, at least he's actually playing. But I, I'm still, I still don't think Grundy's contract is that bad. This is my reasoning, right? There was another club willing to... Yeah, but, but the reason being is um, you've, got two, you've got two of the gun ruckmen in the league, right? Then there's probably daylight between them and third. You then got... Goldstein, Riley O'Brien, but they're, they're nothing compared to Gorn and Grundy. Now, to, to produce a ruckman of the ilk of these two can take three or four yeah. goes. Like Nat, Natanui would yeah. be the next highest paid you'd expect. Yeah. Um, so you, if you get a good ruckman, you want to keep a good ruckman for, for the 10, 12, 13 years and have maybe one or two cracks at a, at a, at a premiership. So to to Grundy to get his big deal, the, at the time, the money that he signed up for it was warranted, and he's still he's still playing good footy. People are knocking him. I mean, he's getting twenty five, twenty six disposals and getting forty hitouts. Like, fuck! What is it? What else does he have to it's do? It's not him. That, it's not him that's making not, Collingwood it, pay badly. Yeah. It's and then and then Dugowie gets his big contract, and they're they're out they're out for him. Lee Matthews had a nice little stab, didn't he? Had a real hard go at Dugowie. Mm. And he's not wrong. What was, this, what was the caption? Uh, Stop comparing to Dustin Martin. He's not Dusty's bootlaces. Mm. Oh, I don't think it's very fair. I don't yeah. think Jordan Dugowie said, I'm Dustin Martin. Got the tats. But everything maybe is... It's not the only other bloke in the league with tats, mate. <laughs> he, uh, when he's on, though, he's good. But I've never, I've, I've never thought he's as good as everyone's made him out to be. But, um, yeah, Lee Matthews had a fair old dip at him this week. and He likes to come out every now and then just and let the media and the footballing world know that Lee Matthews is still alive and kicking. Just, just drops a... Drops a media bomb just to get everyone talking about him again. Bit of me time for Lee. <laughs> oh shit! There's a uh, there's some big games on this week. Obviously, with the the Friday night game is the grand final replay. Wee. Who's your pick? Uh, They've got all their recruits playing this week as well. Um, Cameron. Who's the fella from North Melbourne? Higgins. Higgins and... Um, Isaac Smith. Isaac Smith. Jeez, I had Alzheimer's then. Forgot every name I was trying to pluck out then. So all three of them are playing with no danger though. So, so. just danger still out. But uh, the big recruit, Jeremy Cameron last week. All right, my, oh, I'll go back to... My pick's Brisbane. What? I'll pick Brisbane. Brisbane? Richmond. Oh, sorry. I'll pick Richmond. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's what I meant. I'm looking at you going, what is different, he Different about? cat. Same thing. The, so you're going, uh, you're going the Brisbane Tigers? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go the Tigers too. 
Mainly because Geelong fucked my bet last year in the grand final. But Dusty's back. Cotchin's out. Grimes is out. Yeah, no, Tiggers. I hope it's a shootout. Don't think it will be, though. Grand mm. final replays sometimes can be absolute fizzlers, can't they? Absolute shockers, Where generally. They, they don't live up to the hype. Oh, it's a grand final replay, but... It's another year, it's another team, doesn't mean shit. But um, going back to the whole Jeremy Cameron... But, but generally, grand finals are rubbish. Excuse me? Generally, grand finals are rubbish. Apart from GWS and Richmond, name another shit one in the last 15 years. Oh, preliminary final week is the best football week. Always. Incorrect. Uh, what, whatever. What, you, you, don't, you don't like grand final week? You don't like the grand final day? Oh, Generally, the game's not as good as the two preliminary finals. You said some outlandish statements, but that's that's up there. I say some outlandish statements. Yeah, so how could you say the grand finals have been average? Or they, they don't live up to the hype? I just think generally preliminary finals are better. You'd be one of those guys who win the lotto and you'd be spewing that you won... 50 million when there was 60 million up for grabs, wouldn't you? No, I'd take the 50. <laughs> you dickhead. All right, well then, uh, the, I was trying to dart back to, to Jeremy Cameron. Thought he was going to be the hero for, the, for his new club. Only to be told that his, the, the 70, 70 metre pass to him wasn't more than 15 metres. And that's, the that's that horrendous umpire... That never pays a kick to the crows. The ball one. Yeah. And what did he just walk out? He walks out and goes, not 15. Well, no, no, he didn't even say that. He just said, it's out of bounds. Jimmy comes like, I fucking marked it. <laughs> but, but what about him? Like, on 360 the other night, Jared analysed it. And he's like, he called play on the first time. The ball had gone nine metres. Yeah. And by the time he hit 15, it was gaining height. <laughs> I love that. What about the AFL have a press conference the next day the, on the Monday? Oh, wouldn't that fucking just oh to say? Oh, thanks for telling me you were wrong because fuck, that's made all the difference. Right? Can you, can, can we go back and and re- get the teams back in Sydney and replay that last uh, that last? Nah. Well, then what's the point of having a fucking press conference to admit that the umpire fucked up? Serves nothing. Should have just gone. Hey, he made the decision. He's got to wear it. You'll move on. Bet you the ET looking prick fucking still gets a game this <laughs> week too. Isn't he? Apart from uh, Razor Ray there, like number one. He's a fucking shit umpire if he's number one apart from the Rays. <laughs> well, there's another big game on this week. We spoke about it earlier. The slow, show, slow down, showdown. The showdown's on between uh, the Premiership contenders and... Uh, the final eight contenders in Adelaide. Oh, I thought you were saying Adelaide, the premiership contender. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, string a couple in a row. Fuck, we're back up there. The uh, are you going to go? Are you going to actually tip Adelaide? Yep. Even though you're sitting second on the tips. Oh, that was from sit, sitting second. Have you dropped off? Yeah, you haven't. You haven't seen this one. Yeah, nah, nah. Dropped down a little. Um, got God. a got a solitary one last week. One. Yeah. Out of nine. Yeah. Heavy. I yeah. Uh, 
I thought, can you oh, tell me? Can you oh, I'm not on the front page. Oh, I look at the second page. Oh, I'm not on there either. <laughs> can you tell me what happened? I've with dropped a twenty-third from second in one week to to just rot everyone's tipping. I actually did tip St Kilda because I was trying to make a couple back, and I just thought they're not as bad. But they've come out and absolutely <laughs> polaxed. Not even, but you, when when uh, Jones is getting forty two touches and Hill had thirty five left, didn't he? The one that oh, we've been, your man, your man, Brad Hill. Hey mate, I've been on his bandwagon for a long time. The kid's good. Um, he's worth every cent, and he he just showed the league what it, what he can do. He's played one good game, <laughs> but that's I, I can't. That's what they were saying on all the shows on Monday night. Oh, Brad Hill, just I. Oh, He's put them back in their place, all the doubters. But Brad Hill's hey, always done that. You've though. played one fucking game. His brother was a much more consistent um, yeah, like footballer, um, yep. Stephen Hill. Is he even playing for Freo still, or is he injured again, or is he... I think I thought he was still on their list. He just out injured. Right. I always thought his run and carry off halfback, he, had those, he used to take like... Um, like those almost ten metre steps as he ran, yeah. like it, it just stride out so oh, long, gazelle. and yeah, and no one could catch him. Um, Brad probably, don't, I don't think, has that dynamic as he did, but he used to do that week in, week out. He'd he'd have twenty to thirty, uh, twenty five to thirty, a lot of weeks. Is he still on the list? I haven't got that far yet. Oh, he's still scrolling and having a look. Um, yeah, but uh, hopefully he's back. Uh, hopefully he's still on the list, and you can see him go again. But he'd be. If Brad Hill's pushing 30, then Stephen would have to be sub-30s. Yeah, no, he's still on the list. Is he? Yep. How old is he? Is it say that? 31. Turned 31 in May. Oh, so he's not that old. Actually, we're in May, aren't we? Yeah. So he's just turned 31. Yeah, turned 31 on the 1st of May. It feels like an eternity since he's played footy, though, doesn't it? Um, Hamstring. Due to return in five to six weeks. I think that's. Been, I think he's been on the injury list with that for the last three years. Yeah. String three to four. <laughs> String three to four. Oh well, big week of footy coming up. Um, let's hope we see the number one recruit play. Oh, I personally want to see him play. I think everyone wants to see him play apart from Bevo. Um, but uh, big, big, big weekend of footy showdown. You got uh, the Sydney. Maybe half their side might go to Melbourne to play in that game. Who really knows yet? <laughs> Now, can you explain what's going on? Apparently there's three coaches that aren't allowed to go. Yeah. Yet all the coaches were at the place. Uh, mate, uh, you know, I've got no idea. No one's got any idea anymore because when you've come in contact or you've been at somewhere where someone's had, had tested positive for COVID, are you not meant to go home and isolate for the two weeks? And Isolate test while you're having test day one, day five, day twelve. Yep. So if Longmire and his coaches were in the same small cafe, apparently, as this guy who was walking around, who visited more of Sydney than any tourist has in the past twenty years, by the looks of where he's been, um, how can they? So is he a tourist? He's not a nah, just a local. Oh, right. I think he's just going everywhere. But um. So they've tested negative, and then they're like, all right, well, you're allowed to go out and just do what you want anymore. Hold on a sec. Doesn't the rest of the population have to sit back and wait till the fifth test? Then the well, so it's a bloke that courted in the hotel in Perth and then went home, mm. had isolated for, like, returned home to Australia, period. 
was a fortnight in quarantine in Perth and then was positive a week later in Melbourne mm. when he got home. So, look, maybe it's a... Maybe it's a, a, a different... It's different rules for different states, obviously, but Melbourne are going to let them, him come into the state after that's just happened from WA? Who knows? Like, what if one of the coaches has got it and then all the players got it? But, but obviously all the coaches weren't there because there's mm. three coaches that aren't, that aren't going yeah. to Melbourne. Yeah. So they... Have been deemed a close contact. So that means no all coach, yeah. It must mean Longmire and them were in uh, quarantine because the others were there. I don't know. I haven't... Got too deep in that, but uh, that game I didn't think would go ahead. I thought it might have been postponed. But they've, but they've postponed the reserves. Sorry? The Sydney-Melbourne VFL game has been postponed. But the A's can go on. Yeah. Oh, well. it's, uh, it's the lovely world we live in with this little little COVID. Uh, <laughs> COVID Just zone. another situation... When it's not meant to make sense. As Dad says, interesting times, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, well, let's, uh, let's, let's uh, wind it up. We've hit our mark. It's a big weekend of footy. Hopefully Just the... Uh, didn't get to talk about Joshy Jenkins. Oh, mate, that's fresh news. We're, we're going to give... If people are listening to this tonight, they might hear it before they see it on the news tomorrow, that Jenkins kicked... Uh, how many did he kick just then? Seven. <laughs> Was it seven? Yeah, seven goals, five for the uh, VFL affiliate. No, not affiliate. That's just their VFL yeah, it's side. Just their VFL just side. So they've got there's VFL sides and VFL affiliates in the VFL. But Jenkins, just as we're recording this, has kicked seven goals, five for Geelong Resies, and uh, well, good luck to me. Probably won't get a game. And you got Jeremy Cameron and uh, and uh, Hawkins in that side. But uh, yeah, big weekend of footy coming up. And oh, uh, hang on, before we go. Who wins the showdown medal? Oh. Oh. There's always good odds for this too. Um, Riley O'Brien won it. Oh, no. What poor player won last year? Was they belted Robbie, us? Robbie Gray, I think. Oh, yeah, he only has to have three touches and they give him the medal though, don't they? Yeah. Um, let's go. I'm going to go Brody Smith. Brody Smith? Brody Smith might just spark it off that halfback flank. Uh, and a roughie that might be good odds, uh, Slayer. Keezy. Oh. Keezy. Gone two crows blokes. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm tipping ports. So <laughs> fuck knows. I'm so how, how about you give a port? Uh, wines. Wines. Been playing some good footy. Big tree stumps. Yeah. Wino. Who are you going then? I'll go... I like the call on the Slayer. But... Uh, I'll go... He's averaging 30 touches. Astonishing for a guy that was delisted 18 months ago. They only picked him up in, like, February, I reckon, leading yeah. into that season. And uh, he'd be leading there. Brisbane do have a reasonable midfield, though. <laughs> it's, not, it's not exactly one of those cheap ones. Uh, quick, who's your pick? If Adelaide win... Oh, you're hedging, are you? No, I gave you right, two. I, I, I hedged. I actually went three. You so. went three blokes. <laughs> um, if Adelaide win, I'll go the Texan and get on the Texan to kick the first one again. Like five, hasn't he? Definitely four, four but I haven't checked the. I, I think it's five, but Shane kicked one. 
second week. Against Sydney, Shane had the first. Then Tex kicked the next three. Geelong, he kicked the first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Oh... Go Buck. I don't think he's playing, is he? Oh, isn't he? We didn't play last week. Didn't he? <laughs> oh, we'd know if we had the Thursday night teams. Um... Oh, fuck it. Oh, no, I'm not giving them poor blow. Fuck it. Te- <laughs> Texan to win the showdown right, medal. Texan, Tex only. So, uh, well, big showdown coming up. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, good night, ladies. Or good morning, good afternoon, good night, whenever you're listening to this. Oh, talking about ladies. Well, Taylor Harris. <laughs> Save that for another episode, mate. I can't. <laughs> well, it's been bugging you, hasn't it? Actually, no, I will save it. We'll save for the next one. Because I forget, I forget where she finished in the Carlton Best and Fairest. Well, she might have signed the contract by the next time, next yeah. week's episode. So, got some guest episodes coming up, people. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah. Well, have a good weekend, everybody. Um, if it's not on, it's not on. <laughs> and uh, go the crows. Go you crowies. <laughs> <laughs>